a lot of people look and, and say, well, I've got a strategy and we're following a strategy. And that's great. You've got one thing down. You've got a strategy. But I'll probably bet that you're not executing very well in that strategy because having a plan that is crafted to basically allow that strategy to touch the ground is the next step. And that is the step that a lot of people miss. All right, business leaders and owners out there, there has never been a better time than right now to grow a business and impact the world. And if you're anything like me, you are determined to bring value to others and to love the process in doing it. The problem is that as our business scales, the stakes get higher and we lose ourselves in the uncertainty and the burden that running a successful business can bring. But that's where the Momentum Point podcast comes into play. Join us as we dive into five key areas that every business owner and leader should understand. So here's the question. Does your business have momentum? Well, if you're here, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Brett Broderick. Welcome to the Momentum Point Podcast. Now let's get to work. All right, welcome back everyone. This is Brett Broderick and I'm your host for the Momentum Point Podcast. Hope everybody's having a great morning, day, afternoon, whatever it may be for you as you're listening to this episode. But we're uh, super happy to have you. I'm not sure if this is your first time listening, but if it is, uh, we are happy to have a new listener. If you will please go and uh, rate us after you've listened to this episode, I definitely challenge you to go back and listen to the five previous episodes. Uh, Just get a lot of context around what is the Momentum Point podcast all about and what is the Momentum Point all about. Uh, if you are a return listener, welcome back. Hope that you're getting some value out of this podcast. Uh, we always uh, want to talk about things that affect your business, uh, whether you're a business owner, a business leader, uh, whatever it might be. We want to help you thrive, not just survive, but thrive definitely in the trying times that we're in because we're seeing some crazy stuff, whether it's inflation, whether it's the great resignation, uh, whatever it might be uh, that's affecting businesses out there or even just affecting people in general, um, you know, you've got to have the tools and the tactics in place to counteract them because it is not as easy to thrive in this environment as it was, let's say, prior to 2020. Prior to 2020, we saw a a great decade of businesses thriving, um, you know, even when they didn't necessarily have to try very hard. Uh, But when 2020 hit, Uh, I always go back and I love what Warren Buffett said. He says that when the tide goes out, you can tell who's swimming naked. And for a lot of businesses, that happened. The tide went out and uh, a lot of issues and problems were exposed. And what we're seeing today is that that companies are still dealing with figuring out how do we handle this. Not only only was money covering up a lot of problems, uh, but when when, 2020 hit and people started working from home, people started to reevaluate what they deemed to be important, not just in their own personal lives, but in their career lives. And we have seen these things really affect individuals, the employees within a company. It's affected uh, consumers in the way that they shop, the way that they, or what they expect from businesses. And it's also affected the way that businesses utilize their money and utilize their resources. So again, 
this podcast here is is really set up to provide that value to look at things from a five point alignment perspective and those five points are impact organizational development revenue generation financial management and operations management and I'm not going to go into explaining it at all. I've done that before. Go back and listen to the first episode. But today specifically, I really want to talk about uh, an area of business that many companies don't focus on, the problems that we see that come from it, and how we can better organize it to uh, see value within that company. And what that is, strategic plans without a company and how to execute a plan out of those strategic plans because a lot of people look and, and say, well, I've got a strategy and we're following a strategy and that's great. You've got one thing down, you've got a strategy, but I'll probably bet that you're not executing very well on that strategy because having a plan that is crafted to, to uh, basically allow that strategy to touch the ground is the next step. And that is the step that a lot of people miss. So what do I mean when I say, does the company have a strategy? Um, you know, organizations are typically made up, uh, you know, of, of a hierarchy. You've got, uh, you know, you've got a president or you have a CEO. You may have some vice presidents or you may just have, a, you know, directors that then go down to managers, which go down to, uh, you know, frontline work. Let's just say frontline workers to keep it simple. So typically the, a company will set some overarching strategies, goals uh, that they're going to want to accomplish within, let's say, a year, maybe two years. A lot of companies do great. They have five-year plans, strategic plans. But let's just let's just take the idea of a company says, you know what, for, for the year 2022, this is what we are going to accomplish. And it it may be that, that we are going to increase revenue by X amount. We're going to increase uh, company culture uh, and have, uh, you know, and maybe it's just as, as high level as that. And then what you're going to ultimately see is as these strategies that are set by, you know, the C-suite or the executive leadership team or whoever that might be, you're going to see these strategies kind of get broken down and divvied up as it moves through the organization and different uh, cross-functional teams or different divisions within the company will have their own objectives that that basically ladder up to that strategy. So the uh, it, it, at this point, it's all still very, uh, very much strategy, right? The, this is from a uh, 50,000 foot view. This is where, where we want to go. And this is how we think we're going to be able to get there. Well, the problem is, is that's usually where it stops. It's, it's easy to come up with a strategy. Well, I don't want to say it's easy. Uh, it's a little bit of the lighter lift. Um, you know, everybody can can say, hey, you know, where do I want to be in a year from today? What are some things, what are some of the big things that we want to happen? Um, what's really hard to do is to say, okay, well, how are we going to tactically make that happen? And that's where the plan comes into place. So what are some differences between a strategy and a plan? Well, a strategy is going to be, like I said, it's going to be much larger overarching. It's going to give direction. It's going to say where we're wanting to go. It's also going to take some lessons learned from the past. It's going to help us just determine what we want to do going forward, but it's going to be very agile. It, it's going to, it's going to say, you know, you know, let's say a goal, let's say we are a, let's, let's just use it as a, in a company and say, you know, we want to throw 
phenomenal celebrations. You know, in the past we have not been our parties have been fairly dull, but going forward we want to we want to throw phenomenal celebrations. So that is that is going to be the ultimate strategy. And as it goes down through the organization, it may be one team says, "Okay, well we we need to make sure that we have a very clear budget around this celebration." And somebody else says, "Okay, well we need to make sure that we, you know, we are going to find the best supplier for our celebration decorations. And then another division is going to say, okay, we are going to make sure that we get the best cake for this celebration. And then let's say one other organization or one other organization of the company is going to be all about, we are going to make sure that we have uh, extremely exciting uh, activities that take place during this great celebration. So we've got main goal or strategy is to create great celebrations through making sure we have the right budget and it's handled to do it. We the, the food and the cake is the best that's going to be coming to our celebration. We have the events that are that are ready uh, to be there and we make sure that the all of the um, decorations and everything else uh, from a logistics standpoint is, is going to be running smooth. So we got a great strategy for this year to throw excellent celebrations. Well, what we have to do now is we have to break that down into a plan and we have to sit there and see how do we actually organize the people? How do we understand, you know, what actually needs to be there that we set that budget around? We talk about a cake. Well, we need to understand, okay, is it going to be a chocolate cake? Is it going to be a chocolate on uh, yellow cake or a chocolate on chocolate cake? You know, are we going to have, uh, you know, writing on the cake that says anything specific? Um, are we going to tie it into a particular birthday celebration for the month or whatever that might be? See, now we have to actually create that plan and we have to set plan goals and metrics. In a lot of organizations, we call these objectives and key results. We might call them SMART goals, but at the end of the day, we need to make sure that we're very specific within a plan what needs to be done. It needs to be measurable. Because what we have to do is we have to gauge whether or not we're successful. If we don't have anything to gauge success to, at the end of the day, we can't tell, well, well, did we hit the mark? Did we throw a phenomenal celebration? Well, if we never actually set those objectives down for what we want that celebration to look like, we're not going to be able to go back and, and, and really measure or what measure or not whether or not we were successful. So. You're looking at SMART goals. I feel like most people have heard that term. Some may not. It's an acronym, and I'll go through it right now, but that's specific for the S, measurable for the M, uh, achievable for the A, relevant for the R, and time-bound for the T. So as you're looking at your goals that you want to, if you have your strategy, you're setting your goals, you're actually giving people things that they are going to be working on that will be measured by, that they can execute upon, you want to make sure that those are smart goals. Now, another th way people look at it, and I've actually become pretty fond of this this meth method, is the OKR method. O stands for objectives, and KR stands for key results. That is another way to take your strategy, build it into an executable plan that people can then be measured on so we know whether or not we're being successful. So many companies do not take this extra step because it's it makes you stay accountable to the results and it is hard work executing on a plan. No one said that coming to work was going to be easy, right? But we need to make sure that we can do it. So if we have goals of creating excellent celebrations within a company, 
we need to make sure that we've got some very specific uh, action items or goals or objectives that can be measured. So if we're looking at the OKR method, which I've, like I said, I've grown to become pretty fond of, you start with an objective and an objective is going to be a very high level uh, statement about something that we are wanting to do. So let's say that we are, if we're using the celebrations, it's very simple, I know, but hopefully that you're able to picture it in your mind. Let's say the objective is to secure a, a cake that everyone will find delicious. So let's say there. So what we want to do is that's our objective, to find it, to buy a cake for our celebration that everyone's going to find delicious. Now I know it's probably hard to say everyone's going to find it delicious, but let's just say that's our objective. Um, now we want to go and we need to look at what are the key results that are going to help us measure whether or not we meet our objective. And typically you don't want to have th more than three to five. Three is probably the fewest, five is probably the highest number of key results you want to have associated to that objective. And the, they always need to be measured, they need to be quantified. So you would need to to make sure that within that objective, you can actually quantify uh, your key results tied back to that objective. So maybe your key result is, you know, <clears throat> source a cake from a cake provider that has the highest number of reviews local to our business. And, you know, you can basically say, well, we know that this Baker has the highest number of reviews because they have 800 uh, five-star reviews and the next one down has, you know, 550. So there, so you, you can basically go in and say, okay, well, we've, we were able to find uh, a, a bakery that, you know, is the highest rated bakery there. Okay, so now what you want to do is you want to say, okay, well, we want to source a cake that uh, is going to meet the standards and the needs of everyone in the in the organization. So maybe at that point, um, or, or I'm sorry, uh, not everyone in the organization. By let's say you know 80% of the organization agrees that this is going to be the the type of cake they will want. So you will have to, you know, actually implement some things like surveying the organization about what you know what people want. What are their favorite types of cakes? Um, you know, you don't want to give too many options out there. You may want to. Uh, parse it down to, to a few, uh, take into effect there may be um, allergies or there, you know, whatever that might look like. Maybe it's the time of year, uh, you know, is it summertime, more fruity cake? Is it, you know, wintertime, more hearty cake? Whatever that looks like, you, you know, you're going to want to look and, and have those key results measurable so they can be tied back to that objective. So that's how you're looking at, at the plan. The plan is going to help you make decisions on what to execute upon. Now, with, with an object or sorry, with a strategy, you're going to be a little high level and it's going to be a little more agile or flexible or malleable to, you know, outside circumstances. And, the, and from a strategy standpoint, there's going to be more flexibility and being able to pivot. But once you have a plan, it's going to be harder to pivot on external forces based off of what you're executing upon within the actual plan itself. So to go back and to kind of recap on everything we're talking about, and this may not be a very long podcast today because I, it's it's there's a lot we could get into, but I really wanted to just talk about it from a high-level perspective that companies, uh, given a lot of the issues and everything that they're going through, they're really trying to get back on their feet. 
And what is one of the best ways that they can do that is making sure that they have strategies within the company that that are agreed upon within an executive leadership position that can then be cascaded down uh, throughout the divisions that can be laddered back up to that ultimate ultimate goal of the company. So, um, and then once you actually bring that strategy down through the company, do you have those tactical objectives in place that that can be measured upon so that at the end of the day you can look back and say yes. We are successful because we hit the mark here based off of the objectives and the key results or the smart goals that we put in place. That is going to be one of the differences between companies that thrive and companies that not survive but actually fail because they fail to put a plan in place. There's a saying out there, and I'm going to kill it right now, but those who fail to plan, plan to fail. doesn't say those who fail to implement a strategy fail. It says those who fail to plan, plan to fail. If you do not, you know, I can have a strategy all day long of get of, I want to lose weight or I want to, let's say I want to get in better shape. Uh, I want to increase, you know, I want to get more uh, upper, upper body strength or core, let's say core strength. So I can say that, okay, I know that next week I need to do, um, you know, core exercises every day and I need to do this, boom, boom, boom. But if I don't actually have a tactical plan on how I'm going to achieve that, I'm not going to hit that goal. I have to take that strategy, bring it down to the ground and say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to be at the gym by 7 a.m. Okay, that would be an objective. Now, how am I going to ensure that I do that? Okay, I'm going to set my alarm clock to go off at, you know, 6 a.m. I'm going to have my clothes ready the night before by 10 p.m., and when my alarm clock goes off, I'm going to set my phone across the room. So I actually have to get up, walk across the room, and my clothes will be right there by the phone for me to throw my, my clothes on to get out and go to, to go to the gym. So setting that tactical plan the next day on what I'm going to do, and I'm going to do that on a daily basis. Now, that's just getting to the gym. Now, what's my objective going to be to, um, you know, 30 minutes of, core exercises every day at the gym. Now I need to say, okay, when I get to the gym, I'm going to go to the, to, to the area and get a mat and do X, Y, and Z core exercises for a specific amount of time. And I can look back on that and say, you know, yes, I did this number, many, this number of exercises and I did it for this amount of time. I know that I met my objectives. I know that I met my goals. Um, if I didn't do those exercises and I didn't do it for the amount of time that I want to, I know that I failed on that objective or that goal. So as you can see, a strategy is not going to get – a strategy is great. You've got to have that idea. You know, you're not going to make it to the gym to do the – to actually do the tactical stuff without the strategy of saying, you know what, I want – you know, this year I'm going to build a better core. But if I don't put a plan in place, if I don't take that strategy – Take it from up at 50,000 feet and bring it down to 5,000 feet and then let it actually touch the ground through the key results, it's not going to happen. And so businesses really need to take this in, into account. They need to understand that their employees need objectives and they need key results. You know, let them build their own key results. You can create a strategy as a business leader and send that down through your directors and through your managers and say, you guys need to come up with your objectives and your key results on how we're going to ladder up to this com overarching company goal or company strategy and let them do that and then approve or, or, or amend or 
you know, um, disapprove whatever it is they can, they've come up with and, and help them understand what do they need to set as an objective and a key result or a SMART goal in order to achieve those goals and then hold them to it. They want it. They need it. At the end of the day, the employees want to know that they're feeling successful, that they're hitting their goals. If they don't have any, I'm telling you, they are not going to feel like they are, uh, that they are fulfilled within their career. Um, they want this. So, you know, you've got an entire, you, you may have an entire organization or you may be a very small organization, but you've got people that want to take part in this, in this process and they want to execute and they want to work at a high level. It's also an easy way to be able to tell whether or not employees are, are hitting the mark. And then you can figure out all kinds of ways of why they're not hitting the mark, right? Uh, where there's metrics tied to the things that they're trying to do, you're able to say, okay, is this person uh, not working hard because there may be some obstacles or risks or threats that are keeping them from it? Or is there just a, a poor motivation on the, on the worker's behalf? You know, nine times out of 10, a worker is not doing their job well because there's something missing uh, that they are unable, they do not know what they're working towards. And when they have a target in mind, usually they want to hit it. Um, it's when there's not a target in mind that they tend to wander because they don't have that clear goal set for them to hit on a daily basis. People are intrinsically motivated. Uh, you have to find a way to, to motivate them properly. That's why having great managers are in, in place is important. Um, but, but just like the employees, managers need that same objective. They need to know how is their work connecting to a greater work within the organization. So I'm going to kind of leave it there. Uh, today's episode was uh, just again as a recap was talking about the importance of having a strategy and plans. They're two different things. Make sure you really get that out of this episode. A strategy is not a plan. Um, and if you have a strategy, it's not going to take root unless there's a plan in place to uh, to execute upon it. So uh, just please uh, give us feedback. We'd love for you to, to rate this uh, podcast. Uh, we're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Uh, you know, I think this goes through Anchor FM um, before it hits the other ones. We'd love for you to give us a, a good review if you liked it. If you didn't, give us feedback. Uh, you can always go to our website at www.visionbrand.net. You can see what we do from a consulting perspective. But uh, make sure you join us uh, every uh, episode that, that comes out. If you click to subscribe, you're going to be notified when the new episode hits uh, because you don't want to miss it. What we're talking about is your business.